right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dutch Web3 Community Podcast, where every week we speak with a community member with an interesting story. And this week, we have a very special guest, Julien van Dorland, the guy, one of the founders from uh, the infamous Mechaverse. Uh, welcome, Julien. How are you doing? Hey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's like, it's been great. Um, you're doing a lot of different stuff. So excited to be here. Awesome, cool, man. We're glad to have you here. Bo, how are you doing? Yeah, doing very well. Happy to have Julian uh, on board this time. Oh, I need to say Julien. It's, it's a French name, I think. So, uh, <laughs> need to be thoughtful about that. Uh, yeah, really nice to finally have you on. Uh, we've discussed, discussed this before. So, uh, thank you for, uh, attending looking forward yeah, to the conversation you're a busy man. There's, there's a lot to talk about so uh yeah let's jump into it man so let's start at the beginning how did you get into this space when did you first hear about nfts and the blockchain talk us through it oh wow yeah that's it's like it's it's been a few years um i started well like i was always creating right so when i was 14 years old let's go all the way back um i was creating like i started with youtube i started with creating 3d animations for other youtubers these like 10 second intros um and that's how i started creating art and i worked with augmented reality so i had a skill set of like different kind of tools and and things that i use um, all self-taught julia so i was looking for some yeah it's all self-taught oh, sorry Did sorry, I cannot hear you. That, that one. Did you was teach all, all these skills? School or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was all self-taught. Um, I did my school as well, but I didn't learn that much. So I finished it in like three years or so. Um, one year faster than than the course was. But um, yeah. So I don't know. Like that was how I ended up like grading, and then a couple of years later in twenty twenty. I saw on an Instagram story of another artist that I follow um, this platform called Foundation, and it was in beta version one. Um, I joined their Discord. Uh, there were like a couple of people there. I had a conversation with the founders as well. So I was like really early with all these NFT platforms that were being created, and that was very exciting because all oh, this this new technology. It's about NFTs. How does that work? How does crypto work? Like I didn't had any back um knowledge about like crypto stuff so it all came through nft so i was asking a lot of questions participating in a lot of communities do you, um, do you remember anybody putting you on specifically putting me on yeah putting you on to nfts that they were like oh yeah you should check this out or was it organically um, through the internet it was organically it was just like i saw the, the like uh, Malavida, one of the artists I follow uh, on Instagram, she was posting about this this platform foundation, and I first thought, oh, they stole their artwork, but later it was like a partnership where they used their artwork for the website. That's what I asked, and um, I did some more research, and I just jumped in. I had no idea what was going to happen. Um, foundation was then running on Dai instead of Ethereum, so it was like a whole different blockchain where you had to use a bridge and stuff, and it was all new to me. Um, and that was pretty pretty exciting to learn and and just asking so many questions. Um, yeah, that was like like the first days that I saw like oh NFTs and crypto. What is this, right? And at first I didn't start as an artist. 
I started as a collector and I started collecting on Nifty Gateway because that was where all the volume was. OpenSea wasn't that uh, famous yet, so there were no like 10K projects. It was all about like artwork that was being collected uh, by like collectors um, and I don't know, sometimes maybe resold to, to someone else. Um, and th that was like a small community of, of OG people. You got Loopify in there um, and like, like so many others that were just in those servers and, and you could just talk within like with them within that community uh, very closely because um, it was it was still a small community, right, of, of collectors. And, and that was very exciting. And I don't know, like in February 2021, I saw like the growth of NFTs. Um, there was like the top when, when like the, the Beeple sale happened um, and like you saw NFTs everywhere in the mainstream media. And that was like very exciting to see, to see like how something um, is so small becomes so big in a short amount of time. Um, and it's still like, it's not that mainstream yet, but we are getting there. Right. And what, what was the uh, point for you when it clicked? Like, I can imagine you first saw it and you were like, oh, you know, you had to learn about what it was. When did it start clicking for you when you start? When you thought, hey, this is this is here to stay. This is fucking awesome. I think it's all about the blockchain technology, right? It's being able to to own something digitally, uh, which wasn't the case yet, because there was no, there was there's just no thing that that like like with the blockchain you can just track everything back, right? Who owns something? Uh, what they do? What kind of transactions did they d uh, do? Um, and that technology that excites me a lot um of course you have like databases and all the kind of stuff but it's more centralized it's like everyone can alter that data uh, with the blockchain when something is confirmed and there's like multiple blocks that happened after that transaction it's all there and it's always will like it always be it, it like it will always be there to stay um and that really gave me like the idea okay this is this 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 is big this can this this is just gonna go viral this is gonna go big um and and that's what really like got me into using the technology right so the concept alone was was enough for you to grasp its its significance so to say yeah exactly wow interesting i mean a lot of people seem to seem to need some more time yeah go ahead Bo. I'm very interested in, uh, like you, you touched on, uh, Foundation is one of the first platforms you got accustomed to, and you had to use Dai, or was that on on Nifty Gateway? But at a certain point in time, you got more involved, right? You you were communicating with all these these players um, that, after two years, are like influencers within the space. Um, what were you, what was your role in those early days? How did that progress? Because definitely you're you're an artist right now. Uh, you've done multiple or you're involved with multiple projects. But w what was the second step for you after a few collections? What what, what did you do? So what I first did, um, as I told you like before, I first started as a collector and later as an artist. But my first collection, like the Genesis collection that I released on Foundation. Um, I was following Foundation very closely. I am like one of the first people on the whole platform. Uh, number I, I got like account number eleven, so I was like really really early. Um, and 
I don't know, like I was there on the, on the first day releasing my Genesis collection that I made. It's like a collection of five pieces on there. Um, made a trailer video, posted it on Twitter. Um, and I was like already involved within all of these NFT communities on Discord. And I think that's very important to always find a community um, that's con like that's connecting to you, right? You can create one yourself or you can, you can just uh, join one. But... I had a lot of experience with Discord, um, so I n knew about like how to set up things. So what I did in the early days, I reached out to like all the NFT platforms that were like jumping, jumping, right? There were just like so many people joining these Discord servers, and the founders of these NFT platforms, they had no idea how to control that or how to set up channels or how to do this or permissions or whatever, right? So. That's where I helped them. I, I did that for the Foundation Discord, the Maker's Place Discord, Rarible Discord, Super Rare Discord, um, as like all the NFT marketplaces. And that's how I built those connections uh, in, in the first place. Yeah. That's crazy. That's earlier than I even knew you were there. That's crazy. Um, so you've kind of seen the whole space develop then from, from those first discords to the discords that we see nowadays. Oh yeah, like the first, like the early days. So, so for example, like the foundation when I joined, it, 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 it I think it had like twenty people in, right. in it or something. It was like I was just, they didn't even had a general channel at that point. Um, it was just I don't know some announcements channel, some updates channels, and one voice channel. Um, where the founders were, and I was just like, oh, let's join in, right? I was talking with the founders there, um, and it was a pretty like cool conversation. It was about about crypto and this whole new technology. Um, I just like I was just using Arkham's reality, and which is also like a very new technology still. But I was using that in 2018 as one of like the first people um, on uh, so social media that was creating uh, these these Snapchat and Instagram lenses and effects and. So I was like really early with that as well. Um, so I knew about like, okay, I'm early right now. Let's jump in. Let's see what's happening. Because I knew if you're early at something, there's a lot of opportunities. Um, and with Snapchat, I saw that as well. I was creating augmented reality in 2018 as one of the first creators. I'm one of like the the, the first um, um, official lens creators or like part of the Snapchat uh, lens partner network, which is like this exclusive group of, I think right now, couple hundred people worldwide um and i was like one of the first dutch people in there so i like they brought me to la two times uh we had a hackathon there met even spiegel there um just met, met a lot of cool people there and and had like a really fun time but it's it's always good when you're early at something there's like a lot of opportunities what i said and that's what i also saw with augmented reality um, I built a following of like 900,000 uh, followers on Snapchat, which is a friends-only platform, right? Instagram is more public. Snapchat is more friends-only and more closed off. But to build a following on that platform just by creating is uh, it's just incredible and shows you like the opportunities that are there when you are early at something. Yeah, you, you also had a great skill set to bring to the table within those early stages as well. That must have been yeah, exactly. yeah, the feeling of right place right time kind of situation also gives you a lot of pat pattern recognition for the nft space basically because you're you were all already setting that that up and then the following opportunity came and you were not scared to just dive in you were like okay i'm going to get involved really taste the water and uh, start collecting facil facilitating 
and you you're still doing that on until this day right you're you're still trying to seize the next opportunity but also trying to create as much as possible um I, i'm really wondering yes yeah like um after after the initial marketplaces uh, open sea started ro roaring right there was a lot of volume be being created what moved you uh into a situation where you were like okay uh i understand the the social dynamics behind uh snapchat and my own creative work uh to get involved with with a normal nft project so next to uh your original work yeah so of course like the artwork that and the nfts that were created in the beginning were all created by other artists so there were no like 10k collections that all came later um and when that first came i was like oh this is not interested i'm not like really i don't like this uh, i like to collect like these very exclusive pieces of of uh digital artists right so i was not really interested in these collections i didn't really like them um these like big huge 10k collections right when they first uh, popped up so i didn't really thought much of that um but later on like i was like okay let's do some research about this like let's see maybe there are some possibilities some opportunities let's see what's possible right so um i saw that it's more there's like so many much more opportunities there because you have a larger group so you can build and work together on something that you all want to um like achieve right you want to help the community you want to help grow the project you want to help um make the price to go up right so um it's like this whole movement that's being created um and when you have like a lower amount of collector's base it's it's just harder to uh, build that hype or to um get get that going right to get that going of the price to go up um so, so what, what a, and and could, could we describe that as a shift from like uh yeah art it's a shift from mm -hmm. art to community is that kind of the shift that you saw yeah yeah so and yeah in, in the first it was just it was just like collectors collecting art from digital artists but then later the community and and hype aspect came to it uh, we all we like on nft gateway we already already had this um kind of hype thing but it was just not that it was just like not that great because like people were using some bots here and there to like buy these pieces very early on um things were like sold out within one second so it was just crazy um but yeah i don't know it, it was just this shift from more um closed artwork and more exclusive art to like more open communities with like these roadmaps and like like all of these things that's added to it is these whole like twitter pages and the whole branding and the whole community and all the events and everything that's really possible within a collection um it's just becoming possible because you have more people within a community and you can raise more capital so um you can add you, like you can onboard more people to your team and that's how you can execute all of these other plans, which weren't really possible before. Right. What was the first opportunity you jumped on as a not an artist, uh, as a what is it, marketeer, or what were you doing? The business development for them? For like uh, platforms, you mean, or uh, I don't know. Did you work with platforms first, or you did their discords? But at some point, you started getting involved with some of these 10k uh, collections, right? yes yes correct so uh, at first i started um because i was like an admin and a moderator at like different uh 
a Discord servers, and I still am at at some of them. Um, and I built those connections with the artists and the collectors and the staff team. So one day, one of the uh, creators of um of like an artist on a platform, they messaged me and like, hey, you want to um help us with this 10k project that we are working on, which was called Megaverse. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure, let's do it. Let's set up the Discord. Um, let's get things going, right? And we actually like built that whole uh, project within, I think, a month with like the creation, the hype that we did, the Discord community, like everything was being created within one month. Uh, website as well, smart contracts. Um, it was an insane month, a lot of work. Um, I was like, like initially, I was uh, being asked to just do the Discord, but I was like, okay, these guys need some more help with the marketing side and building that hype. Um, so I knew about strategies that you can use um, and just like build that community up, right? So that's how we um, made everything within one, one month. Like it was just crazy. Megaverse was seen everywhere. Um, and, and yeah, it was just an exciting, ex exciting time to, to work on that. It was the most hyped project at the time. Yeah, it wasn't safe. We did some good work on that. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. I would love to hear some of the stories behind that. Like that month must have been wild. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Like funny story is then like when we launched the NFTs, um, we had I had this uh, voice channel, this stage channel, and I was playing like Eye of the Tiger, Final Countdown, all of these songs, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we had like two thousand five hundred people listening in that. Um, and Discord, I don't know, this Discord server was just insane. Like, I had my DMs open. Um, it, it's just like every second, I, I, like, I received like three DMs every every second. Um, like it just kept going and going and going and going. And we didn't have that big of a moderating team. I had like I was working, or like I brought my uh little brother Simon to it as well as like I had admin helping with chat and and some of the questions that people have and um we basically did the, like the whole community with each two yeah just just two of us and um that was just totally insane because we had like at some point 200 people in the that discord server uh we currently i think there are in the old discord server there are like 500,000 bands or something so there's like a half a million bots banned it's crazy um because I was using this like auto ban, this this anti bot uh, system, which basically like banned all of the the bots which has like fake names or like uh, weird profile pictures or just like any names that was with Megaverse, all the kind of stuff. So, um, like there was like ban waves of like two thousand accounts at the time. It's just, just crazy. Uh, the whole Discord blew up. My Discord crashed a couple of times as well because there were like too many messages. I got like 549 friend requests at this moment still that I have to go through. Um, and I was just like, the hype was so insane. And like, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, was, it was great to, to work on that for that month. Right. So then, I mean, how long has the Megaverse uh, been out now? It's been over a year, right? Uh, yes, I think we launched in, yeah, we launched in October, 2021. Right. 
so it's been it's been here. I haven't been a part of the team for a couple of months now. Yeah. Uh, moved on on that. Um, so I have no idea what they are currently working on. But I'm I'm, so, I'm so really how, interested how in. Uh, how, well, how long did you? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm really interested. You, you, you touched on the subject, like you, you knew some strategies, like how to uh, create the hype, right? Um, could, could you share a yeah. bit of the tactics that, that you use? Because as far as I know, it was one of the few projects that used that kind of strategy at that time, right? Uh, I think uh, you had only force around that time launching as well, and like the sevens a bit later, and but it was it was a new kind of of um, FOMO creation almost at that time, right? Yeah, exactly. So when we like uh, launched the Twitter, we initially created a trailer video which uh, went viral, um, and it's it's a snowball effect. You have to do like multiple little things. Um, to to um to grow big right and and all of these things just have to fit perfectly together so we had this trailer which is like one of the things right this trailer then we had like influencers that were posting about it because i knew a lot of people from back in the day uh all of the collectors right who had bigger bigger accounts right now um i shared everything to them and they retweeted it posted it commented about it and that's how you that's how we created that snowball effect where like more people jumped in and more people jumped in and videos were being created and the discord blew up and it's it was that snowball effect right everyone didn't want to miss out on it um and it's just all about communicating um very very clear uh especially like on twitter um you only have like this amount of characters that you can use you got to be really careful um on what you are tweeting and and how you say things uh, especially when you have like a b very very big account like one word can can be i don't know it, it it can be dangerous right if if you have like one word and it doesn't make sense or it, or like people are like um they 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 think it means something different or um you got a lot of explanation to do but to keep things simple it can be hard um and that's why I also like sometimes when I was working on a tweet for Macaverse, I don't know, it, I, it just took like one hour or like maybe more to even get like everything right. Um, and also like all of the announcements that I did. Um, it's just all about clarity, clarity, clarity. And and uh, that's that's really important. Um, but for Macaverse, it was more like a snowball effect. Everything happened so fast. Uh, what we really did in the beginning was that trader video i think it had like 1.2 million views or something uh, it showed great art it showed the potential we had the branding right um we had like the vision and the story that we wanted to tell is is this universe that we were working on and building um and and that also perfectly fits with uh um, the, the 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 gundam world or um the transformers world because it's it's it sparks that kind of um nostalgia as well right and i think that was also one one important key factor for the collection to blow up is like oh people have gr grown up with like watching these shows uh, and they know about these stories and i wanted to be a part of that in right now right it's it's just that kind of 
nostalgia um going back to the younger age of, of theirs and and just i don't know getting those feelings and, and stories back um it, it, it's like what i told you before it's these little things all together that fit perfectly together to give, create a snowball effect and if you have that ready then the community and the people will do the rest of it right so i think it's, it's think really good that, that you same strategy so, that, sorry yeah. that used to yeah do you think that same strategy that you used back then would still work today or have you seen the market change uh, well, we've seen currently in the market we've seen a lot of like free mints blowing up um which is pretty pretty interesting uh, like Back in the day, you had to have a good roadmap and stuff and build that hype and have good quality art. Uh, with Macrofers, we had uh, some of the best artwork in the space, which is also very unique. Again, that was another key factor of why things um, blew up so much. It was just good art at the right time. There were no good uh, 3D collections at that time. So, um, but yeah, like... It has changed. Currently, there's like a hype around free mints, no roadmap, just like the basic stuff. Let's just get it. Uh, let's just go all together. And it's more, more focused on on branding right now and storytelling. Uh, I I joined a lot of like Twitter Spaces these last couple of days, and I don't know, some Twitter Spaces are just crazy. People like talking about um, you know, making strange noises or or like fighting against each other or all of these these things. It's just it's just that a digital persona that you are like like attaching to yourself and that nft is really like becoming you right now back in the day you were like okay i own this piece but it's not really me um now you can really because there are so many more collections as well you can really say and tell to people like okay this this really fits with me i can participate in this it it's just uh, there's so much more options available so um, it makes it easier to to shift from okay, I own this to I become this or I am this. Um, and I think with the whole branding perspective and and how people are going to tell stories, I think that's going to be also really really interesting to to see and how that evolves. Right. Interesting. What were you going to say earlier about? Oh, I, I was just. It it doesn't matter. Um... I, I'm really interested in what you s just said, Julian. Um, like, there, I don't know if you have seen this. You've got Seth. What, what's his back last name again? Do you know, Jelle? Seth, he was at VCon as well. Um, the guy from... Uh, <laughs> no, n never mind. Um, but IP is being developed by people, right? Uh, online personas. What, what, that's the subject you're touching on is... Um, is something in interesting because people do identify with a digital character. Uh, they create some kind of uh, identity online and they actually use it to create business, right? Um, yeah. And is that is that something you're you you think is going to happen more often? Like BYC gave the IP rights um, to the owners. I think. CryptoPunks as well right now because it's been bought by Yuga Labs. Um, is that something you're exploring as well, and is it something you're going you think is going to happen more often? Yes, yes, I think so. Yes, um, all the capital and everything is being created within Web three, but to see uh, things also moving from Web three back to Web two to onboard more people from Web two to Web three is is very important and. I think that's that starts with um also like physical events are are very important with that people 
for example, um, the Board Ape Yacht Club, they, like one of the collectors, they opened their own um, restaurant, right? It was all branded, it's, or it's, it's, it's all branded with this Board Ape that he has and, and the whole Board Ape branding. Um, and that's, that's pretty cool because it's, it's like an extension to the collection. It brings value, it brings eyes to, to the project. People are interested in it. It's just a whole new kind of like way and 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 community building. Um, what you're saying, it's a persona that people are like creating, and and uh, it's it's just it's just going to it's just going to to go bigger in in a way. And and I think we don't know yet where that will go. But um, if you keep following these things, then then I will be sure that that like you will you 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 can get an idea of okay. Um, we are going to this that direction or that direction but i think like that onboarding point from web 2 to web 3 is also very very important i think it's uh seth green that is um actively creating the ip or using the ip from his board ape and the funny story but about seth green he, he launched his uh <laughs> his is like trailer on on vcon when we were there julian and um yeah i saw i saw the the, the tv show right the 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 whole yeah, thing is pictures. like his his ape his wallet got wiped mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so it, his actual uh main character of his ip has been abducted just before launching the whole uh series crazy um and, and that's an interesting crazy, topic yeah. right like uh you as a as a uh, community moderator manager uh, basically uh You've, you've had a lot of experience on the topic of security, right? And I think you've wrote a few articles on it as well. What were like the the, the craziest uh, hacks and uh, uh, social engineering plots you've seen in your days? I, I'm really interested in, in, in hearing the story. I actually had one with you, right? Just before Mechaverse launched, yeah. you sent me a DM. I thought it was you. Uh, I, I actually paid like 1200 bucks straight away. I was like, oh, fuck, Julian's going to help me out. I was like, oh, no, it wasn't <laughs> Julian. <laughs> I got wrecked. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Well, like, I don't know, like, we, we like we all use Discord for as a, a communication and community platform right now, but Discord has its flaws. Uh, it's really hard to figure out uh, who's who and, and, and to figure out, okay, this is, if this is the real person, yes or no. There's not like a verification check mark that you have on Instagram or Twitter. It doesn't exist on Discord. Uh, you do have it for Discord servers, but not for uh, people. And, and I think something like that should, should be implemented for this platform. Um, you also, like people can just change, I don't know, like there's so many ways people can, can scam or, or fish people. But one of the, the biggest things I've seen in the NFT space was the SCR hack, just like this um, Windows screensaver file, which was just going around um, like crazy and like big artists were affected by it. Uh, Fuck Render was affected by it. Uh, and then I wrote a whole article about it. I went like, like I just wrote about like how does it work, uh, what you need to watch out for, uh, and 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 like just like a whole overview and and reverse engineering article uh, that went through like the whole virus that was going around, and I think that was one of the the worst things that I saw because like millions were being stolen. Uh, but also you have different projects, right? When a project, when a hyped uh, 
project is being released. We see a lot of communities being targeted by hackers in many different ways. Um, and it's all happening mostly on Discord because uh, Discord has this Discord token, uh, which basically is a unique token linked to your account. And if you have access to this token, you can access an account. So it bypasses the like it bypasses your password. It bypasses your uh, two-step uh, authenticator, and and that's really scary. So there are like many ways uh, to get your to get a Discord uh, token. Um, I've been targeted many times, uh, and I have never given my Discord token or have been hacked before. Uh, it's just you like you got to be careful. Um, and 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 like there's there's like so so many ways that people can get it. For example, there was this dude um, because I'm a moderator of different uh, Discord servers, right? They were targeting me, and and I was in this other Discord server, and they made some Photoshop, some fake screenshot where I said something bad. So they sent it to like a moderator of other Discord server, and and they were like, okay, let's let's ban this guy. So I was banned from one server, and then. Uh, because I'm, I was an admin at at, at uh, or like the owner of the, of the Macroverse Discord. Um, I was targeted because they wanted to get access to the Macroverse Discord to post their uh, scam, their phishing link, right? So, um, they wanted to get my Discord token. So how they did it? They set up uh, like a fake profile, made some screenshots, um, went to another Discord server to get me banned. Then another dude reached out to me and he said, "Okay, uh, we can unban you." Uh, or like you're banned from the server because of this dude that uh, said something, and let's make a group and and let's discuss about it. Um, so this guy was impersonating. I don't know it's it's a really weird web of connections and stuff, and it's really hard to understand. But uh, they made a group. We discussed things, and basically what they like. One guy was impersonating me, and the other guy that was the guy that reported me, and. So they called me and they were asking me to share my screen and do some like win some weird commands within the Discord uh, app itself, which like exposes your uh, Discord token ID. And I was like, okay, um, let's see where this is going to because I already knew, okay, this is just one big scam. Uh, let's see what they are going to do, right? And if you just follow these these things. Uh, and and with common sense, you can learn about it, and you can can see um, what to watch out for. And that's just one way to get a Discord token. But there are like so many more different ways of like fake um, bookmarks that you drag into your uh, like 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 or uh, <laughs> I mean like fake buttons that you can drag into your bookmarks, which like exposes some of the data uh, and and sends your Discord token away. But also um, some fake Discord servers by itself because Discord verification, the Discord server verification is really hard to get. So uh, they should definitely make that m uh, much more easier. Um, there's like Discord servers being like impersonated because the projects themselves, they have a Discord server and they close it, right? When that Discord server is closed, um, you can just create another one, add fake bots to it, add like a whole fake stuff team to it and tell people that this is a real Discord server. Um, and when you join that Discord server, it, it asks you to like to verify yourself, which is pretty normal in the space, right? Because you have to, um, it, like it's like a way to filter out the bots of a Discord. 
and just get only like the real people within it. So um, in this time, it didn't ask you to click an emoji or something. It's it like it asks you to uh, scan a QR code. And if you have seen this QR code before, if you go to like discord.com slash login, it shows you your uh, password, or no, your username or email and password. But on the right, you have this QR code that you can scan. So what they are doing is if you scan this QR code, uh, they just get instant access to your account. So you really gotta be careful uh, to not get tricked into these little things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's 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 really hard. Sometimes. So so basically, every every aspect of social engineering applies, right? Every activity that's that, oh, yeah, that's right. possible, they're going to use it. Phishing has been here for over a century. Um, yep. And and you just have to do the same thing, people right? Like impersonating websites. Yeah, like people impersonating websites using fake domains. Macrofers, for example, we have like like more than 15 uh, fake websites being set up. I think 250 OpenSea collections that I took down and 15 websites um, just by contacting like the hosts and stuff. Uh, it's It's just... It's just crazy. Like, like yeah. people always find a way um, in in this 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 um, black hat. Yeah, that, that, there's there's money, right, yeah. to be had. So they're they're going to figure out. Okay, is there is there a way to catch the money from the people who are doing the right things? Um, I I was I was very interested in uh, what happened with the uh, with the Megaverse Discord because you said early on in our conversation you left the team, um, so that meant you also handed over some of the authority right behind the project and i i remember that just after so you're you're being really aware of all these security issues um right after you handed over the keys to the domain something happened to the discord right i think actually just the thing you described happened there yeah and and what were the consequences exactly, of like, that uh, what, action what, So the day that the, the like the days that I left, a couple of days later, the the, the Discord uh, got hacked. It, it it never was hacked before. One of the the only servers that wasn't being being hacked, and um, it basically happened because they were targeting one of our uh, moderators at this time, and one of our moderators got hacked, and that moderator sent a message from his official account uh, to one of our admins like saying like okay we have a, a collaboration setup because that guy was in charge of like the minting spots uh, or the whitelist spots right so um what they were doing is uh, they had this moderator account hacked and they sent a message to an admin which has like more permissions than a moderator and this admin um because it was coming from an of official account right yeah, this admin trusted him uh, joined that server, did these these steps, and they got their Discord token exposed. Um, so that's how that server got hacked. Basically, we, we then we had someone impersonating me, posting some links, and and uh, the, that was the the end of it. <laughs> but how um, many how, how many people were uh, affected by these these actions? Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have no idea. No, because I I left before, so I'm not sure what what exactly happened uh, after that or um, how that was being resolved. Okay. Yeah, I mean, eventually, probably people clicked those links, 
got scammed out of some cash, maybe their wallet. It's, uh, man, yeah. it's, it's the same thing over and over. They'll always find a way. So you just got to be careful. This is actually a good, you know, uh, reminder to be cautious and all that. Um, Bo, you mentioned it earlier as well. Like you left uh, Mecca first. I would like to go back to that for a little bit. So after the launch, it was successful. Um, for how long did you stay involved? What did you do with them? And why did you decide to leave? So um, I was working with them and we worked uh, great on it. And then I was like, okay, uh, this, this like doesn't, doesn't work for the long term, for the long term, right? I was like, okay, we have different kind of like vision, different kind of idea as well. Uh, and uh, we just wanted, like, I, I wanted to do things differently than them. Um, didn't fit really well. So I was like, okay, just leave this as well and, and just start my own thing. Um, because I knew I can make things better and, and um, make things go faster because they are from France and I'm from the Netherlands. So it was like hard to do stuff together as well. Um, they had like different like laws and rules and it all like everything they like took so long to do. And um, I don't know, they didn't really have like business kind of experience with that. Um, so yeah, it, it's all, it all took, took very long, like so many months and I just wanted to move fast and that's why I left that as well. And uh, working on my own thing right now, we got working on three different projects, pretty excited for that. Um, not all NFT projects, but it's all around crypto and NFTs. Um, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about it, because uh, one of them is Shenzo. We've heard quite a bit about that one. Um, you also have, Yeah, Shenzo. Yeah, let's get into that. You also have your own uh, art collection. Yep. Uh, do you, do you have a project based around that as well? Uh, I don't have, especially like a... I don't have a project around my own artwork. It's more um, the artwork that I create and I added value to it by having or, or like receiving minting spots. Um, that's that's what, what my price made go up. Um, but I don't really have like like a, like a big collection of my own art. I like to keep it really small, uh, high quality, um, get like good good conversations going. I don't have that many people within my Discord server. I think maybe seventy or eighty. It's all private. So you only can enter if you have an NFT. Um, we're talking about sometimes some cool stuff or I don't know, like new projects. Alpha. I have someone. I have a digital illustrator from Coolcast here as well. Um, I, I did like the the community manager from that fellas is there as well. Um, just. I think there's also one guy who owns like 12 board ABS or something is there in as well. So it's, it's just a cool place to, um, to talk and, um, nice. yeah, it's, 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 it's not much, much of a project more like the art that I create. Um, but yeah, for Shenzo, that's really like a project. Like we are, we have some cool plans that we want to do. Yeah. Tell us more about Shenzo. Um, yeah. The sh so Shenzo is, uh, a like Y2K, um, psychedelic, uh, NFT project. It will be uh, a PFP project as well. Um, uh, we are thinking of a supply of like seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven, but that can just change. We don't have any like price data or launch that we want to do, like a date or something. But it's a project that um, is really all about um, onboarding people from Web to to Web three. 
So what we, we really want to do is uh, creating a lot of physical events um, to help people understand what is NFTs and crypto all about um, and get them a feeling of, okay, what is this world about and how can I, how can I participate in it and, and how can I learn more? So we will also focus a lot on an, like an educational part, which of course can be the security, which we mentioned before, uh, but also like, how does this all work? And um, yeah, it, it like it blew up uh, when we launched the Discord. We, we, we had like 13,000 members within the first 24 hours. Currently we are working on the artwork, so a little bit less members right now, some because some people were leaving. We have seen that a lot of like OG people that have joined within those 24 hours uh, are still here with us every single day uh, being active. And we are planning to um, launch like a lot of different events. We have like so many plans of, of events that we want to launch um, for our community. Um, and one thing that we are also going to do is um, because I haven't seen this yet uh, by like, like, the projects is that we are going to have a um like a pitch right so like every week we will have a presentation ready which we are currently working on it's almost finished and then we will show people okay this is shenzo this is what it is about um and and um this is what we are going to do and this is what the future looks like so all of these things will be in a presentation like a pitch deck and we will have that every single week and people can tune in um, and that's how we can give people a vision of what's coming next, uh, which was uh, also a bit missing uh, at Macaverse. Um, so we want to ha really have this ready before so that we can really build that uh, community and have a stronger, stronger community, um, which will also, um, yeah, keep, keep that floor price high, keep the volume going, uh, but also like, create like a strong bond with, with each other. Yeah, it sounds like a great way to involve people in the whole process of like building it up to, you know, what it can be and what it probably will be because, you know, you've got the connections in this space. I'm excited for it. That's exciting, man. Cool stuff. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Just, yeah, I also, yeah, go ahead. I was going to get into some of the other projects you mentioned. You're working on two others as well, but go ahead and tell us more about Shenzo if you would like to hear. Um... Well, like the other two projects are pretty cool. We have, uh, we got uh, FOMO, which is going to be like an NFT launch pad because a lot of like founders and people that are interested in launching an NFT project or they want to do something within the crypto space, they are looking for Discord moderators, for marketeers, for influencers, for developers. They want like to build that team. And with FOMO, uh, it's, it's becoming an NFT launch pad. We can really build that because uh, I'm working with uh, my partner on that. He has also amazing connections with like a lot of NFT projects, influencers, Discord moderators. He's currently working on uh, like a sort of like a marketplace for Web3, which will be something like a Fiverr kind of like vibe um, or like a fork, but just fully um, targeted towards Web3. And that's where we also can get people from but um we have that community ready i rebranded re the old uh, macaverse discord to this one so we have the members here um which are all like nft and crypto um interested so that's excited 
Um, I'm very, very excited about that. And the other project that we are working on is Members, which is a VIP community that we want to create. Um, and this is more uh, like party, party, party uh, related. Um, we are we will, we will be hosting, or we are currently already hosting um, worldwide parties. Uh, we have one in we just had like two weeks ago one in West Palm Beach, uh, and we will have one in New York. And this is just all about networking um, and and finding new things. So. And also like building new things, right? Because we have like people from Coinbase and Binance and all these exchanges and projects um, that are on our like parties. So it's pretty cool. And this is just, I don't know, just some networking thing that we want to create this VIP community. Um, still in early, er, er, like an early phase within the whole NFTs that we want to launch. Uh, but we have the, the parties and events ready. We got those sponsors already. It's just that we are now currently building on, okay, um, how can we attach like an NFT to it? So that will be your, your tickets to these, these, uh, events worldwide. Same with like for VCon, you have your NFT and that will be your ticket, right? And that's something also that we want to do, but more, uh, crypto token related because I'm working with, um, Greg, uh, Gregory Gottman, which is like the CMBDO uh, of um, Anchor, which is this, uh, which, is, which is a token, Anchor, the Anchor token, and he has a lot of connections as well with with, with crypto people. So um, they were already hosting that, and we had this idea of like let's just let's just, let's just like build this NFT, this VIP community, right, and add some NFTs to it, um, and yeah, that's what we are currently working on. That's awesome, man. That's that's a lot as well. How do you? Because from what I understood of, of Mechaverse, like it was super intense, a lot of work. How how do you balance three projects right now? So right now, so I'm not doing the art for Shenzo. We have uh, an artist that, that we hired uh, that is working on this right now. And for Shenzo, we want to have everything ready before we even start like hyping up the marketing. We launched a we launched we like we when we launched our Discord, everything was really hyped already. But we didn't show that much yet. Um, so right now we're just in the building phase. Market is not that great either. So just build, 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 and raise when the bull is here. So that's that's something that we are doing for Crescenza right now. Just working on the art development, just keeping everything there, and and then uh, members is just um, um, the NFT, the, like the NFT whole concept that we are currently creating. I think the most work right now is is uh, the launch pad, uh, but most of the connections and and people that we know we already have. It's just that 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 building right now and that marketing that we have to do. Um, it takes a lot of time, yes, uh, but I'm here for it and I'm here twenty four seven for it and always always building stuff stuff. So um, I just also just get hyped a lot when I when I work on on new things. Um, because I don't know, it just gives you this satisfaction of, uh, just building something that people enjoy and, and, uh, and like, and that's also what I like if, 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 if someone else is there and, and they enjoy what you are doing, then I enjoy it as well. Yeah, the, the excitement of the potential is, is, is fun, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. do, you, do you ever feel so, like, uh, uh yeah. do you ever feel like not delivering on the on the potential that 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 you're 
you're hyping up is that is that a thought you you have or are you always like no we're 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 going to deliver on everything we say because you were talking about misinterpretation a lot right at the at the communication of macroverse are you are you really um strategic about what you're sharing at every point like in this conversation as well you're you're using some some words like project and build and staying away from details is that like a strategy to keep down the 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 um how could i explain like the, the expectations the expectations right the, like the details of yeah exactly yeah yeah i just want to right now keep things uh a bit lower but like we're building in the back and it's it's very very like i'm very excited for it to finally release things um especially like in this time like there's if you say something people will go back to it and quote yeah you exactly and if it's five or ten years ago uh and and that can be scary so i like to don't give out too much details when things are not ready um and but when they are ready just you can just go full out yeah. um but then also keep it like start it slow like it's it's like a like a tap with some water that's slowly like adding more and more to it um or like more water coming out from the tap it's just um drip feeding that uh knowledge to create that fomo as well and that's what we did with the macrofers as well just slowly releasing stuff um and not all at once but it's good to have all of like everything ready before so you can really plan okay i'm we are like this week we are going to release this in this communication or this platform or uh we're going to talk about um i don't know these kind of things at this event or that event or we we have like we we really need to talk with people uh here or there or for example a good idea for an nft project is to have a partnership ready when you are minting and announce that i haven't seen a lot of projects do that yet um but it gives you another i like a feel or like um a reason to mint a project because a lot of projects currently fail we've seen black paris that failed with their launch uh and uh, six or so which didn't do that well um which was unfortunate um and and yeah it's just that um I don't know, just just I gave them some tips about like okay, you gotta have something ready for the launch and and just get people like a reason to mint, uh, especially in this uh, like beer market, right? Um, not all projects succeed, and that's why I also work on more things than just one project, uh, because I don't know. Let's see where it goes, right? Maybe one project will fail, and maybe another one will do well, uh, and and yeah, that's that's something that. Uh, we will see in the future. Do you think that is uh, uh, something that is important in this phase right now? Because you also often hear all three could work if you would just focus on one. Um, or do you think it's like take more shots right now because it's such a new space and we don't really know what is going to work out yet? Yeah, just yeah, just just take a lot of shots right now. Just try a lot of things. Um, and especially because the space is new, it's early, it's just building. Um, you just don't focus on one thing uh, i am always focusing on multiple things because not everything will succeed in the past i have done if i've tried like multiple things trying to start a software company here and there and 
I was there, I was working on it, but I don't know, I just lacked a few uh, like development skills here and there, and, and that's why it failed. So um, scrap that and just rip, we're going like working on the next thing. And um, I think that's 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 just also very important in this space because what I said before, there's a lot of opportunities when you're early. Um, and some things work better than than other things, so you you gotta be um, yeah just 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 build it and let's see where it goes. Right, and if you look back at your uh, journey throughout this NFT space, you already mentioned a couple of things. You know the reason why you left Metaverse is because you thought you could you know, improve on certain things. Um, what are some of the other things that you you know learned from this space that you didn't pick up on any of uh, your Web two endeavors before? That's a good question. Um, all the things that I learned, I think more about uh, some security things as well with Discord that I didn't know before uh, in the on the, the moderation side, but also um, more about communication, uh, being very clear about things. That's also what I learned. Learned uh, is how to communicate. Um, more clearly it's still there's always in, like room for improvement do, do you feel and that transparency need the need for transparency within this space yeah for sure yeah i think it's very important because um some things can go wrong or or some things um i don't know it's just it's just that like that transparency is important to build trust and to really have something ready for the for the future and that includes being transparent about what you are going to do about like where the funds are going to uh or what the team is doing or um i don't know all these all these little things add to each other and and uh, that's all about like what transparency is all about uh what i also really like is i don't know i, I haven't seen any nft project start vlogging yet uh, they're like daily activities and stuff so i think that could be something that's just very transparent. You get to meet the people behind the project, what they're working on. And sometimes it, it just brings new opportunities because people see what you're um, working on and what you're maybe um, struggling with. And if you have a huge community, people can help you with it because they are more than, because they are maybe already a part of it. They own an NFT. Um, or they're just very excited about what you're building and, and want to be a part of it as well. So um, all these things can can open new doors. Uh, and, and I think that's, that's also just very, very exciting. Yeah, I think an uh, important part here is to realize that these are all startups and they don't have a track record. They need to prove themselves. People are investing their hard-earned money into them. And uh, like you said, that communication yeah, it's is a, a great way to, to build that trust. What you're saying, it's it's a startup, and you have if you have like a collection, an NFT collection of ten thousand people, you have ten thousand people uh, that are willing to um, help your your collection in many ways. Like there are people working at like these people's, like these people have uh, different um, careers and 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 uh, like a whole network as well, right? And that can be very useful for a project. I think that's also what happened with uh, Board Ape Yacht, where they caught on on so many influencers because small group of people there uh, were very connected with all of these companies, and they just 
uh, had that idea, I guess. I'm not 100% sure about like how that went, but I heard, heard about that. So um, yeah, I'm just sharing it here right now, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like you have, they're not your employees, but it's, it's a network uh, and, and they are your investors, your collectors, um, and it's a network where you can tap in and use some of these connections to um, build and grow the project for sure. I think that's very, very important. I, th I think that's one of the, the reoccurring subjects here in this conversation, like network is your net worth, right? Uh, knowing how to leverage your network yes. and use yes, other sure. people net, people's network uh, to your advantage to, to create this big community is, is really important to uh, drive a successful project because um, without funds, there's no uh, feasibility of the project. There's no life in it because you can't keep the lights running uh, without uh, influx of cash, right? So, um, yes, it's it's very interesting that that that's the main main subject I got out of this. But it's all also like the most beautiful thing, right? Like the community part, the Web3 sentiment behind it of transparency, speed, uh, security, um, just having a good time together in real life and in a digital world. It's what, what has been your um, experience over the past two years? Like what was the one thing uh, you're really, really grateful for? Uh, what I'm really grateful for um, is is that I can can connect with uh, with people. Yeah. Um, I think that's just the the most important part. Um, connecting with people, and and that I have that ability to do in in an easy way. I've learned English. I have learned um, because I was very early with computers and technology. That's something that I learned right by myself and. Um, that made me tap into different worlds more easier than maybe other people who are like maybe a bit older. Um, and that gives me an advantage. So I'm very grateful to have that. Um, I, did, I don't think you said how old you I'm are, Julian. As well. how, yeah, how, how old are you now? 21. I'm 21. Yeah. People <laughs> just don't know how old you are, right? Like you're, you're, you speak you're spewing all this knowledge at them and they're, they're not even aware of that. You're just a young guy. You just started life, right? You, you've done a lot. You've experienced a lot. Yeah, exactly, you gained right. a lot of skill. You yourself thought, um, I think people are under underestimating the, the length. I've like, yeah, I've go, go yeah, ahead. It's just that I've been on, on the internet for, for, for years. Um, always, being a part of communities and, and I know how these things work. Um, and these are like when NFTs were blowing up, it was all just happening on Discord and you saw more brands jumping on Discord, having their own Discord server or, or their own community. And that's something that didn't happen before. And I saw that that's, um, changed as well, where, uh, for example, you have uh, Dolce & Cabana, they have a partnership with uh, UNXT, which is like an NFT platform. They have their own Discord server. And that's something that, that just d wouldn't happen uh, when NFTs didn't blow like up that much. 
um or blew up that much so um i i really like the fact that you said it's very interesting to see how julian like like what you touched on the subject of like the main thing uh, i got out of this the gratefulness because of the interconnection with people uh the the skill set you acquired because of it it's it's a beautiful thing right uh and and that big brands are coming in or it's just the next step and and that brings me to my following question like is that is that you always already said like okay with uh, Shenzo it's like onboarding Web two to Web three right uh, is that something you are aspiring mm-hmm, to do yeah. as well with just just getting into contact with normal brands giving them the opportunity to use the the foundation you're laying with Shenzo to replicate that for bigger brands yes that's exactly but that, like that's exactly what we could do with FOMO, which is the NFT launchpad. Oh, FOMO. Okay. Um, yep. If we have Shenzo, yeah, F- yeah, FOMO is the NFT launchpad that we're working on, and that's a way to onboard brands into the NFT and Web3 space because we have that knowledge, we have those people, we know what we need to do, and with our past experience, we can really prove that as well. Um, and and it's all it's all a circle right it's all it's it's a loop and you gotta just have things ready um and connected to each other in a way that it works um and finding that out can be difficult but if you know that it, it's just an it's just an auto it's just a automatic pilot right it's just running 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 and building 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 um because you have people asking things about this and then you can help them or move them to this project or or this brand or this business or yeah, it's so know, normal just, for you that's why i love like like julian you're so intertwined yeah. with what you're doing at the moment like every procedure every way of working collaborating with all these different people within a uh, a semi uh, doxed way like you, you're not even uh you don't even know everybody's face but you're just collaborating to create as much uh, of of perceived value for everyone online and actually making money off of it. It's 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 really interesting. It's just a, a different way of looking at things because normal people go to school, uh, right between the lines, uh, go to uh, work at a company, work for that company until until they're sixty, and you're just like I'm just going to work online with all these people. I'll just figure it out and and I'm I'm making bank right. It's such a different mindset. It's uh it's really inspiring to me like yeah like i've i've for sure like i've never liked school i've always had had uh, issues with uh with like my high school stuff it's it's just the whole system is so bad and you really gotta gotta break out of that and i i thought my friend about like how how things are so wrong with the, the whole system and everything how how that works uh and he sees it and he knows about it so He's just working uh, differently and just seeing this whole thing more differently. Um, and I don't know, like the whole school thing. It's like I, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's that's it's okay. Just, it's not for everybody. It's just so I, bad. I think you need so, to be. Uh, so you, go ahead, Yella. You came into this space with yeah. You came into this space with quite a lot of knowledge and right time, right place. Uh, yeah. You got the connections now. You were early enough to make some of the you know most valuable connections probably of your lifetime uh, in this space. For people that are listening right now and getting into this space, 
uh, maybe a little later, don't have that network yet, but are interested or are in school and they're like, ah, I'm not liking this school thing either. What would you say to them? How do they get into the space? How, how can they build their network? Uh, how do you start yeah. this, these Web3? Yeah, within these Web3 opportunities. So there's always, always two things that I, that I, uh, that oh, I here say it comes about Google. This. This first one is join communities. <laughs> Google, Google. <laughs> no. join join no, 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 no. join uh join communities uh get to know people just talk easy um uh, you can do that in Discord just text or uh Twitter Spaces or uh just get involved right absolutely and that's yeah that's that's very important um second part is uh, share value uh if if you want to attract more people. And you know uh, something and you have some skills share a value uh people will get to you they will ask you questions you will get a following you will build up more and more um and then we go back to that snowball effect it's just all these little things that you can combine and then you can grow with that but um, you need a lot of so patience right together. yeah a lot of patience yeah i've been into the digital world for almost like my whole life so um are you you were basically 12 or 13 age, uh, walking yeah yeah it was, it was just on skype communities right I, I had like 1600 uh different contacts there and groups and it was all skype discord didn't even exist uh that all came later um i think in 2015 i think they launched uh and i and I made my account in 2016. So um, I've been using Discord every single day for, uh, I don't know, like six years now. Uh, so I, it's it's crazy. I've joined a lot of communities. I've spoken with a lot of people. Uh, it's just like that the whole story, I've done like so many things. It's just, it's incredible uh, what's possible online. And that's, that's what's happening right now. And that's what I'm seeing as well, is that um, from Web2, it's it like these people are coming from Web two more and more like an older world, and some people are like a bit older. They are just just learning about this whole digital thing and all these communities, and that's what I was. That was like I was already doing that. I was growing up with that uh, and and connecting with those people and, um, and giving them yeah, value just, as well. It's just cool to to see that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not too I late. I value and then, then I can share it. I mean, we're still early. Like people forget. Like when we hear your story. I'm starting oh, to yes, feel like I'm late, still, still you know, I'm like, yeah, this, <laughs> this dude has been on it. I think, you know, I think like maybe like in, in 20 or 30 years, we will still say, oh, we, we are still early um, because I don't know, things are just always changing. And, and um, sometimes um, there's more um, time put into uh, this thing than the other thing, or people are more hyped about uh i don't know like this brand or that brand it it like throughout the years we have seen it all changing uh some brands that were like like some brands uh 20 years ago don't even exist any anymore today Coopy car brands Coopy uh, internet brands that existed through throughout like the dot com bubble um, could be mechaverse so right? i don't know it's just always always changing yeah exactly <laughs> okay i i i really like uh like the way you think it's like uh, education is 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 not for me but you're actually pretty educated you've been always strategizing around like creating a network uh, creating skills to provide them with value 
you've been on a, a long game before a lot of people even know they had a game um i think it's a it's an interesting uh way of looking at things and and don't underestimate the the amount of work that goes into creating such a network because it's being really active being real real really social it's it's not for everyone right um yeah it's not for everyone but i think everyone can find their own way uh not 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 like not everyone wants to start writing articles or sharing value but if you are good at something else that can get people's attention we got the same thing um yeah uh, yellow doesn't like uh yeah yeah you just gotta figure it out right or at least i i don't like writing right. i i hate writing but yeah. i love having a conversation so if, if that's your dynamic like yellow loves writing i'm like no i don't want to do that and he he takes on that part and he can actually do it well and i don't know how to edit a video he does so he takes on that job. You don't know how to. Uh, now I think you know everything, Julian. But it, it's just a matter of perception, and also that collab collabor collaboration part, right? It's it's it all comes back. Like put yourself out there, do what you want to do, be a bit of bit self-aware, and try to co-create something. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I, I think there's. I don't know this. The, the crazy amount of opportunities it's it just like something like sometimes i just want to duplicate myself and work on so many things but it's just impossible um and and i think that's just one of the the limits there but um how do you balance that i know how to balance that uh oh shit uh well sometimes i just work a lot of like a lot of uh, at night because at night it's quiet uh, it's more I can focus more um, than throughout the day. Um, how to balance it more? I know sometimes it can be very, very hard, and I should I should probably like be able to, like try to learn more about like balancing stuff. Um, but are you ever yeah, not not know. connected to the internet? That's a good question. Uh, I don't think so. No, I think I'm always always connected or always online or always always there and always on um, your mind's you, always on do, do you feel always yeah all, all, mind is always on whatever if i'm not not uh, connected to the internet always thinking about okay what's what's possible what's what's coming next uh and it's always just keeps on going it's it's like a like a machine right it's just i don't know it's just so many ideas and things that i wanted to do um and that keeps on going uh and then sometimes you gotta write everything down but Sometimes you just need some more time and days to think about it, uh, about what you're thinking, um, which is what I'm also seeing is that, okay, sometimes uh, it needs more time or you have an idea and you need to refine it more uh, and don't just jump into it. Um, right. Yeah, it's just, it's just a machine that keeps on going. It sounds like you've always been a very curious person as well, uh, which is probably how you got into this space so deep. Do you feel like you've kind of found a passion in this space? Do you think this is where you'll be building over the next, I don't know, 30, 40 years? Or if something else comes along, uh, are you not romantic about this space and would you move on? I'm curious to hear. I, th I think I'll always 
uh, love the technology about like uh, how how the whole blockchain works that will just stay there forever. Um, but how things are being implemented, I think that would change throughout the years. Um, and 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 I don't know. I think I will I will always stay with with crypto and NFTs. Um, but like who knows, right? I didn't know. Uh, four years ago that I was going to do this. It's always, it's, it's that new opportunity. It's seeing what's coming next. Uh, and, and really gotta be, gotta be early with that and just, just build early. Um, and if something blows up, then it's a life changing moment. Um, like, of course, like if you were early, like for example, with the NFTs and you had a lot of, um, and like NFTs bought early, um, of course, like from some artists or collections, uh, prices are up a lot, right? If you build early, uh, you have an advantage uh, from like other people when something blows up. And I don't know, that's why I'm always, or that's why I'm also talking about like just try different things, uh, do a lot of stuff at once uh, and, and just see what's working. And 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 if you find something that's working, just focus on it and and build it. So it's um, so it's more so the entrepreneurship yeah. within the space that that pulled you to it. The opportunities of being first. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, as as an entrepreneur and an artist, and I like tech. So it's it's like all it's it's just everything combined that that's creating this space and talking with people and creating communities. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's that, that that connecting and yeah, I think that's uh. That's what like brought me here as well. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, Bo, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Yeah, I wanted to know your biggest loss within the NFT space. I think uh, it's a reoccurring question at this point. So let's just throw it in there. Like uh, Julian, I had a few losses myself. Um, what what was your biggest fail within? Oh, I got I got I got so many losses, uh, but we also got so many wins. Um, Biggest loss, I think. Azuki? Uh, was. Uh, no, not Azuna. No, Azuki. I don't have any Azukis, but it was. Azuna. I sold them pretty good. Oh. But um, I, I, still, I still have one, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I sold the other ones pretty good. Um, but that was all profit, but like actual, like, like lost maybe like a few NFTs that I bought here and they all min priced, which are currently down. Um, but also. I had this Beeple, a Beeple NFT. Uh, I know, like, I don't know if you heard about this story, but uh, you could have purchased this Beeple NFT for one dollar back in I don't know 2020 or 2021. I don't even remember exactly, but it was at the end of the year, and it was like my first NFT. I think in 2020, one of my first NFTs, and I bought it for one dollar and then sold it within. 13 minutes uh for i think 1900 or something or two thousand dollars so uh i was like what the heck is going on here and that also sparked my interest in what how does it work so um in the end a couple of months later the price went up to i think like uh 200 000 or 300 or something like that so i think that was one of my that was a big loss uh Another loss. So one of your biggest losses was actually a nineteen hundred percent gain. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that's that, a weird. That's weird, right? Um, like it's just 
just like uh, holding onto things for too long or selling too early. I think that's uh, what creates the the biggest uh, biggest loss, uh, like loses and, and wins, biggest losses and wins. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Well, I think uh, that's a that's uh, a good 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 one nice to. Uh, that's a nice story. Uh, your first NFT was your biggest yeah, win, but a, also your biggest story. loss. Like, <laughs> <laughs> biggest win and biggest loss. Crazy. That's awesome, man. Is there anything you wanted to touch on or ask us, Julian? Uh, well, what's uh, what's the future for uh, the Dutch Web three community like? How do you guys see the the space growing? Oh, you want to take it on? Um, yeah, we're we're trying to organize uh, a few things. Uh, like you said, we're building, <laughs> but we're actually creating a structure. Uh, oh, we're we're doing some research on uh, how we could take the Dutch Web three community to the next level. Um, there are some loopholes to be had, but uh, we we can't move forward that quickly. We really want to build a strong foundation in like uh, the fiscal uh, fiscal structure needs to be good. We need to figure out how we're going to do everything like administration. Um, we, we want a, a solid vision, a solid mission statement. We want uh, we want to really run it as a company um, at one end. And at the other end, we want to implement a, a DAO-like structure where we can participate with the business side of things. Like you were talking on a subject, like you want to build a launch pad for Web 2 to Web 3. Might be a possibility that we, as the Dutch Web 3 community, come into contact on the business side with a, a brand that needs facilitation on that end, right? Like we need a launch pad to take on that opportunity with us. Um, we could find a partnership for that, or we could do it in house if there's. Um, there's uh, actual uh, specialism within the company at that point. So I think that's that's the way we're yeah. going. And um, the, the current DAO structures aren't that transparent in a way that it's still hard to really organize, decentralize, and uh, run a business. You can use it in a way to uh, yeah, facilitate goals, uh, really specific goals. but it's it's just so uh, there's so many nuances within uh, within the organization at this early stage of uh, our community that we really want to be the big brother to help them reach to to a certain level where they can participate uh, in making a, a web two a career path into a web three career path so we're just going to figure out if we can create these opportunities for for our DAO structure uh, but also create enough liquidity to to do this uh, sustainably uh, and and we're we're just taking our time so upcoming six months will be uh, will be very interesting uh, as i said upcoming weeks we're just doing research and uh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll introduce yeah. more information when the time's right. I think Yellow wants to say something as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess to summarize it would be uh, to say that we want to do education at every level. You know, somebody that has no idea what's going on, that's just curious about it, Google's NFT for the first time, want to be able to help them and onboard them, uh, get them in contact with the right people, people that are looking to work within the space but don't know where to start. 
to be there for them as well. People that have some experience, artists that might be looking for a developer, uh, facilitate them. Really become like the umbrella organization within the Netherlands. Like, hey, um, do you want to be in, brought in contact with the right launch platforms? Well, we might have them within the community as well. Can get you in contact with those people. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea together with what uh, Bo told you about what we're doing right now. Where we're that's cool yeah and that will and that will all be like focused for the netherlands right yes specifically uh everything that's happening with it yeah d people that are working within the netherlands so dutch artists dutch developers etc but i mean if international people are looking to do something within the netherlands within the web3 space we hope to be uh, the port for them uh, to enter the dutch web3 space as well so organize conferences uh, that are interesting for internationals as well to introduce them to the innovative dutch crowd that's cool yeah exciting yeah it's all, it's all about creating opportunities right it's, it's really exciting but we as you said we we can't share that much detail without having a, a strong feeling of okay we're going to deliver on this um but i've got a sense with people like you in our community julian and uh so much knowledge so much connections as you said network is is really important within this space and there's so much uh opportunity to be had right we we can just uplift each other help each other collaborate a very transparent way and it's it's going to be an exciting time and uh, yeah thank you for the question awesome yeah it's just what you're saying opportunities always opportunities look like what's possible um there's a lot possible just gotta figure out what works for you yeah, we're, we're excited to see where you, what you're up to over the next few months and years as well. We'll definitely be following you around. Super interesting guy. I mean, at this age, everything that you've done, I mean, it's an inspiration, truly. Yeah, uh, that's that's why I'm yeah. bullish on Julian, mainly because he's just such a young guy. He's actually building within the space. He has multiple uh, opportunities in his past already that he, he's taken with, with yeah, eyes open a jockey, and, to, a jockey to bet on right yeah exactly and uh i i also got a piece from julian just to be a part of the community the whitelist spots were fun but i'm still really happy that i i got the opportunity to get connected with you and uh i think uh it, it's good for the space to have a lot of young talent uh just building within it creating relationships on a global level it's uh it's very inspirational do you have anything to plug julian awesome. yeah it's, it's anything to plug uh i think just my twitter <laughs> follow me on twitter at uh at, well yeah you, you'll put we'll it definitely put I it guess, in the yeah in the description for everybody in the description okay yeah follow me on twitter um i got, I got like posting there when when new stuff is happening currently building so not posting that much but uh, there will be more value coming soon and updates where we will be sharing uh, more about Chenzo, uh, but also about members and also about uh, FOMO that we are working on. Awesome. awesome. There's also an opportunity okay. for people to uh, to follow Julian within our Discord. We've got a, a channel live as artist channel for Julian. You can tag him in there. Um, there's also a channel for Chenzo. So uh, if you want some low-key information, you can ask us, but you can also tag Julian or one of his moderators directly. 
Yes, make sure to uh, to join. I think it's uh, like the Dutch Web3 community is, is an amazing community. I've been a part of it for a pretty long time right now as well early. Uh, and um, channels are super, super cool. Lots of information, a uh, lot of like a lot of values being shared there as well, a lot of different people. Um, and it's just great to have this opportunity here as well uh, where we just talk about things, right? Uh, and also about like the Dutch Web3 community and what it's all about. Um, and we just got some amazing people in there. Uh, and uh, my DMs are always open. If you have questions, feel free to ask. Happy to help. We appreciate it, man. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for doing this as well. This has been a super fun conversation. Like I said, I'm inspired and uh, I'm curious to see what you're up to. Excited for the future. Excited for the future. Sure. Let's end it there. Uh, Julian, don't leave the studio yet. We've got a, after we stop the recording, we can still have a little conversation. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, over now.